Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the first lesson. You may be seated. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth. And God wants to bring the eternal gospel from the beginning of time to the end of time. He wants to bring the eternal gospel to you. It's not of human origin. It is from God Himself. That even though we turned against Him, He decided He would bring the gospel of Jesus Christ, that there is forgiveness of sins by faith alone in Christ, and that He would bring that gospel message until the end of time, until Jesus comes again. He made that promise first to the man and woman who disobeyed Him. And He promised that one of their descendants would destroy Satan. He said to Satan, He shall bruise your head. In fact, He would crush the head of Satan and all his evil. And that descendant would be Jesus Christ. And this eternal gospel is for you, not from you, a gift to you from God. Paul says, for I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me to you is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ not of human making, of God's making. Jesus would say the same when Peter confessed that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. The gospel is a gift of God to you. But we hear many other gospels in our world, many other things we're called on to heed and live by. They're little phrases that we capture and sometimes hold to, like you've earned it, you deserve it, you are what you own and possess. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Look out for number one. Make sure you climb the ladder of success and not someone else. And we could go on and on and on. It's pride. It's selfishness. It's arrogance. It's thanklessness. Do whatever you want, whatever makes you feel good, apart 
from what God says. And then you'll succeed in the world. But beware. We can fall into these same words, the words of the world just as everyone else, and find ourselves following them. But know that the message of the eternal gospel is also one that Jesus Christ is going to come again in judgment. It says, fear God. Fear God. If we go after these things, these vain and empty promises, the world's ways, fear God. And repent and turn to Him. For the eternal gospel proclaims to you today that all your sins are forgiven through faith in Jesus Christ. And it's for you. And there is no fear and trepidation about Christ's second return when all our sins are forgiven for Jesus' sake. This is the message of the Reformation in the 16th century. Things were very similar. The Turks, the Muslims were invading Christian Europe. The church was teaching the false teaching that Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary to make it possible for you to save yourself by doing good works. It meant that every single person had to ask the simple question, have I done enough? Have I done enough to save myself? Have I done enough to earn my way to heaven? And the answer is always the same. I don't know, so I have to try harder. But God, in His faithfulness, brought the gospel, recalled the gospel that He had promised from the beginning to the people of God. A gospel that said all your sins are forgiven for Jesus' sake. And he used many people to bring that gospel message, including one named Martin Luther, who knew, believed, that it is by grace, through faith, for Christ's sake, that all our sins are forgiven. What about today? What about 500 years later? Well, radical Islam is still plotting monstrous evil. There is still teaching in some churches that lead people astray. The government seeks to stop the spread of the eternal gospel and the witness of the individual Christian. But pay no mind, because God sees to it that the gospel goes forth. 
It's not of this world. It's for this world. And he sees to it that the message of the forgiveness of sins for Christ's sake is proclaimed to you and for all. He sees to it. So that you never have to ask yourself again, have I done enough? No, you haven't. But Jesus Christ has. He has done everything to see to it that you have forgiveness and that you are an heir of heaven. And no matter what happens in this world, in another 500 years, who knows? But God will see to it until Jesus comes again, that gospel will be proclaimed because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. The power of God was at the cross of Calvary when Jesus Christ trampled the head of Satan. The power of God was at the tomb when he raised Jesus from the dead. And sin and hell and Satan and death are trampled and defeated for you. And God wants you to know that. And God wants you to believe that. And so the angel calls on us to give him glory. To give God glory that throughout the ages he sees to it that the gospel is proclaimed in his love for us and for the world. The way we celebrate the 500th anniversary of the Reformation is to give thanks to the God who has seen to it that we have a place in heaven with him forever and that he wants all to be with him the gospel to be proclaimed. That's the heritage, the legacy of the Reformation. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth. Our God, our faithful God, sees to it that the angel still flies. And the gospel is still proclaimed to you. Amen. And now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.